Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE Backlash 2020, which was broadcast on June 14th, 2020. Uh, so this could be real, real quick. Overall, I really like this pay-per-view. Um, I was kind of, uh, I was kind of losing interest until the best match ever happened. And I'm not talking about the greatest match of all time or greatest match ever, whatever they called Randy Orton versus edge. It was a great match, but even more entertaining and got me super hyped up was the Viking profits eighties action film that took place right before the main event. I, man, it was so fun. I, I was not expecting it, and I think that made it all the more entertaining. I was like, what the heck is going on? I thought we were going to have a tag team match. I was wondering up until that point, that's interesting that the tag team, Raw tag team titles is happening after both of the the world titles. You have the the WWE Championship happened right before that, and then uh, a couple matches before that. We had the, uh, uh, actually the match before that, we had of the universal championship so i thought that was very interesting although there there were a ton of championship matches on this show the only non-championship match was um let's see uh what was jeff hardy versus sheamus so it it was a, a packed night no championships changed hands but Oh, and then, of course, the greatest match ever. That wasn't a championship match either. But um, no championships changed hands uh, the entire night, which uh, I wasn't really surprised by. Um, Ra- uh, Raiders versus Profits wasn't an actual match, so I guess that doesn't that doesn't really count as the championships being on the line anyway. But, uh, man, I really, 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 really liked that Viking Profits uh, film. I just call it a film. It was a masterpiece. It was it was, it was art. It was great. Uh, but I'll get to that in just a second. Oh, uh, we open up the show with Andrade versus Apollo. Apollo retained the United States Championship after a power bomb. Um, and also, there's uh, uh, Kevin Owens was on commentary and uh, took care of the uh, extra distraction of Angel Garza at ringside. Uh, so that was on the kickoff show. So you can go check that out for free on YouTube and whatnot, or the free version of the WWE Network. It's on there as well. I watched it on Twitch just because wh- why not? And then I switched over to WWE Network after that. Um, I could have just watched it all on the network, but I thought I'd see how uh, the chat on Twitch was going. It was it, it was not great but <laughs> I, i'll just watch it on wwe network from now on but um then on the actual show we had sasha banks and uh, uh take take on the iconics and alexa bliss and uh nikki cross to defend the women's tag team championships um i didn't mind this is the only pick that i got wrong from the whole night um except that you can't really count I, n- nobody I, Raiders versus Profits didn't happen, so I guess I got that wrong too. But um, I didn't mind. I I didn't really uh, mind who was going to win this championship because whoever it was, I knew they were going to uh, take a great match to uh, Tegan Knox and Shotzi uh, later this week on NXT. But Sasha and Bailey, they win. Um, I was also really happy that it was uh, three legal members, so one legal member from each team um, at all times. It wasn't this silly fatal four-way thing where we get just only two 
active team members at any given time. I don't like that. It may as well just be. It, it, why is it a fatal four way? It's not a fatal four way. It's a it's a weird handicap sort sort of situation. It's like an eight eight uh, eight person tag team match that you only have one active person out of sixteen, not sixteen, out of eight people. So I really, really, really liked that they had that. This was my favorite wrestling match, regular wrestling match of the night, because the last two things were not regular wrestling matches. Um, then we had Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. Of course, we saw Sheamus covered in P. I was worried that we might see more urine on this uh, on this pay-per-view, but uh, that wasn't the case. Sheamus won after a brogue kick, um, and we also had, oh, what was that? Oh, yeah. Uh, Jeff hit a swanton bomb, but uh, Sheamus got his feet, his foot onto the rope. So Jeff almost won it at that point. Um, also, I, I thought it was really cool that Bailey was cutting a promo. Uh, to, I think it was Kayla backstage. Uh, she was cutting a promo during Sasha's entrance. And um, that could be... Uh, I don't know. That could be seen as uh, some disrespect to Sasha or uh, some the, the most respect to Sasha. I, uh, I'm not sure it could go either way. Now we had Asuka versus Nia Jax. Um, I didn't write down anything for this match except for the en- ending. Uh, it wasn't very memorable for me. I'm glad that Asuka didn't lose, but she also didn't win because there's a double count out. And then Asuka also uh, continued to attack Nia after the count out happened. So, um it's, it, it could have been worse i was also glad that uh, charlotte flair didn't show up i was certain that she was going to show up and cause disqualification or something she was going to be involved with the finish of this match so that was a that was a that was a relief on one in one aspect anyway uh then we had braun versus Miz and morrison a handicap match braun Strowman won uh we got to see uh, we again we didn't get to see the full hey 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 uh, hey, 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 Universal Jam has got to go. Uh, that's not how I, I butchered that completely. That music video is so great. I love it. It's great. Like, I'm not, I'm not joking. That is non-ironic. It's, I, I really, really enjoy it. And every time that it comes on and then when it's interrupted, I get upset. They didn't get to see the whole thing, but luckily they showed the whole thing on the bump and the whole thing is on YouTube. But uh, Braun Strowman successfully wins after a power slam to uh, Morrison. Uh, Morrison almost got the got the win, but the Miz running on instinct, perhaps uh, broke up the pin because if Morrison got the got the pin, he would have uh, been the champion. They wouldn't have been co-champions. It was just whoever got the pin would win it. Uh, as was the case with Sami Zayn when he won the Intercontinental Championship from Braun Strowman. Uh, so Braun re- uh, successfully defends his championship. We'll see what happens uh, with Braun Strowman next at Extreme Rules, or, or or if he defends the championship sometime before then. But at least he'll be on TV, uh, if not defending a championship on TV. Um, AJ Styles announces that on Friday they'll have a championship presentation and that Daniel Bryan is uh, is invited. Then we had Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Bobby got him in a full Nelson before the bell even rang. Uh, so it's looking pretty grim for, for Drew McIntyre, but he does eventually hit the Glasgow, Glasgow kiss 
uh, while there's all kinds of stuff with Lana came out and she was a big distraction and she got knocked off of the ring and to MVP and all this stuff. It's all mass chaos. Uh, cats and dogs uh, living together. Drew McIntyre successfully defends the WWE Championship and Bobby Lashley and MVP just leave Lana sitting there on the floor. That's uh, that's uh, that's a, a big message to send to his wife there that he's uh, he's pretty mad. He's pretty mad that she cost him. Possibly. It could be argued that she cost him. I would argue it shouldn't matter who comes to ringside. If you're really worthy of being champion, you can get it done. So there. How about that? Especially when you have MVP there helping you the entire time. Especially when you start before the match with a full Nelson that uh, almost takes your opponent out. He should have been able to. It. He should have been able to get the get the job done. He he didn't get it done by the time Lana came out there. I'd, I'd say that's his fault. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we had the Viking Raiders and the uh, Street Profits. They're just brawling backstage. Uh, they end up in the parking lot. They smash Braun Strowman's car. Surely we're going to get some type of <laughs> fallout from that. We saw Braun arrive in that car earlier in the day. I like that that crosses over. There's a little bit of crossover of stories there. Uh, Braun Strowman is probably going to think that it was Miz and Morrison again uh, if he doesn't go back and watch the pay-per-view. Uh <laughs> Things are getting ha- out of hand, and then Ivar goes, let's take this outside. And <laughs> we're like, we're already outside. What are you talking about? Uh, then they join forces to become the Viking Prophets to fight a gang of biker ninjas who are led by Akira Tozawa, which is amazing. They fight them all off, and they end up on top of a, a bunch of trucks. We see Noe Jose on one of the trucks. Uh, 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 Eric and uh, Montez, they, get, they, they end up going off into a dumpster and then uh ivar shoves montez off into the dumpster as well and then he dives in after them yelling air ivar um and then uh referee jess uh she she comes up a ladder uh, next to the dumpster is like what are you guys doing your match is nice get out of here and then the run oh we also got tons of flashbacks of all the running jokes of uh this anything you can do we can do better uh series that we've had the the last month um and then she's uh, uh yeah she's she's got eyes for for ivar eric not so much i hope that i really hope this pays off with sarah logan returning uh to defend eric's honor also because he's a fellow eric that uh the, the disrespect the disrespect man you gotta give you gotta give a little bit of props i guess saying not so much isn't saying he's not cute but hey anyway uh this yeah this match this quote-unquote match was amazing there's tons of stuff that i didn't even mention like the bowling balls the golf clubs all of that uh and then there's an alligator or a seed a sea monster some type of monster is in the dumpster with them hearkening back to the classic film star wars a new hope um okay then that brings us to the uh main events randy orton versus edge the greatest ma- match of all time uh it's been it was bugging me all the the the, the whole thing with this being the greatest match of all time I was like, oh this is why are why are they doing this they're just building up the hype too much but how they went about it and what they do it i i appreciate uh, the presentation of this match 
that it was uh it was filmed somewhat cinematically uh it was filmed differently from the other matches because it wasn't broadcast live uh and that there is a little bit of surreal aspect to it with the uh special introductions as if it were at madison square garden and then uh the added crowd noise and all of that like i thought it was it all worked it all worked really well i saw a lot of complaints online oh they're adding adding the crowd noise and stuff they weren't doing it to the rest of them it was it was an artistic choice for this match it wasn't uh it wasn't meant to be be a misrepresentation because you could obviously see the crowd wasn't it was just like 20 people from the performance center so um yeah, uh, from, uh, from that, the introductions, Charles Robinson wearing a classic referee, uh, you know, nice shirt and bow tie, all of that. It had, it, they were, they were creating that kind of feel like it was kind of, maybe even kind of like it was a dream sort of thing. Not that it was a dream, but it had, it was that sort of thing that maybe this is all in both of their heads in a way not to the same extent as the firefly funhouse but like oh this is us imagining the glory days for both both of them that oh we're we came back it's kind of like a meta commentary sort of like edge came back because he 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 missed the crowd he missed that energy and all of that and for this greatest match ever quote unquote to take place without an audience and that perhaps we could interpret it as they're imagining those crowd noises. Like if we are doing this in front of this crowd, this is what it would sound like. And that that's get that. uh, I don't know. It's not delusion necessarily, but that imagination of it uh, is a thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm maybe reading up too, too much into that, but there, there's tons of like callbacks to other classic matches. I really like that. The only thing that I didn't really like was just how long it was. It was about 45 minutes for this match, which I thought maybe after the feedback from a lot of people from their mania match, it was, this match was way, 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 way better than their mania match. I thought, but, um, I thought that maybe, They've kept maybe like 35 minutes, a little bit. Like if it was 10 minutes shorter, it was more concentrated goodness. It, uh, it would have been even better. Uh, greatest match of all time. No, but as a story type of thing and like if them imagining it and uh, wishing that that was, uh, things were different right now or that kind of thing. I thought it worked really well. And the, the, I mean, oh man, there's so much great stuff throughout. It was just, it was just, it was just too it was just a bit too long um randy orton won with the punt after uh all kinds of chaos from uh, from spears from rkos two rkos were not effective uh but uh randy finally hitting that punt and telling him to go home go tell them go tell lyric and ruby and your and and beth that uncle randy says hi <laughs> so it was great the, there there wasn't very much trash talk there's probably just as much trash talk in this match as uh at the mania match but we had commentary that was actually present and excited the entire time and we had samoa joe on commentary as well i thought that added a whole lot and um that kind of made up for and then there's another moment of, of trash talk that i'm not going to repeat but we had randy whispering 
something profane to edge and i was like oh man that was the the fact that they left that in because this was not a live match that's i i appreciate that it's pretty cool so anyway i really really like this the last two matches really made this pay-per-view for me and the opening match of the pay-per-view itself with the uh, triple threat tag team titles um man i the, i'd say that uh this the most inner oh i don't know the money in the bank was really good too but um and in your house is great there are yeah there's certainly uh parts of each of these shows that have been really really great uh since wrestlemania uh, and including wrestlemania of course so um i'm excited to see what happens next at extreme rules it was supposed to be in san jose um i wasn't gonna be able to go to it anyway because i had a uh, a convention booked that weekend so uh, now i'm missing both of those things everybody's missing both of those things actually i'm not sure if that convention is canceled or not but if it's not i'm i'm not gonna go to that it's too soon for anything of that nature so anyway um yeah i really liked it let me know what you thought about it uh what you enjoyed most what was your favorite moments uh by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to tiwpodcast.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe on itunes spotify stitcher youtube wherever you like to listen stay safe healthy and happy out there in all the infinite multiverses and i'll see you next time here on tiw podcast bye